0: Real estate, in a sense, also provides you—you um, know—doing it properly, great amount of wealth. And what you do with that wealth is what I consider as being successful or not. Success is not basically living in a in a mansion or driving a certain car or have a certain number of digits in your in your bank account. For me, it's more what you do with it, and and how do you improve people's lives. <laughs>
1: This is Francesca from the Smart Growth Rocket podcast by TopClassEdge.com. More people than ever are making big leaps to their goals, carving their own paths, and being really successful in the process. And on this show, I talk to these bright, shiny, successful professionals and entrepreneurs to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, and the strategies they're taking advantage of so we can all be happier and wealthier. We have Wasim Jarrah with us today. Wasim is a real estate broker, director with the Ontario Real Estate Association and chair of the Government Relations Committee, as well as the recipient of the Toronto Real Estate Board and Real Estate Institute of Canada Community Service Award and currently sits on many community committees and work groups. Wasim has also been awarded the Canada 150 Medal for his volunteer service. He has become New Market's go-to agent and a consistent leader with a reputation for tenaciously protecting his clients' interests. His strong base of loyal repeat customers is the reason Wasim has been so successful for over 15 years in this highly competitive sales environment. Wasim's extensive knowledge of New Market's residential real estate market is unparalleled. Wasim prides himself on giving all of his clients, both individual and institutions, the most precise and up-to-date feedback on the market, its trends, comparable sales and property values, giving them a realistic outlook on what they can achieve in today's market. So, Wassim, thank you so much for joining us today.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much for having me. I mean, listening to that bio, uh, I started when I was 15 and, uh, you know, I would hire myself.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, awesome. There you go. That's what we're looking for. What led you to pursue this path?
0: Sure. So, I uh, graduated doing uh, electronics engineering technology and uh, was working for a uh, Tell us out in uh, Vancouver and when I came back to uh, Toronto I started to uh, invest this back in 2006 I started investing in uh, in real estate condos primarily around the uh, Young and Finch area and you know sometimes you tend to get into things based on experience and uh, you know my experience wasn't uh, pleasant so uh, I was looking for a career shift you know like uh, you know the whole engineering thing wasn't wasn't for me Uh, you know I, I like people, I like to chat and 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 navigate certain processes and and solve certain complex situations that have to do more with people rather than with you know technology. So I decided to get, start my real estate uh, career in two thousand and seven, and here I am.
1: Incredible! And I w- I'd love to hear. There are so many people out there who are interested, or maybe they want to become a real estate agent themselves. What does a typical day look like for you?
0: My day starts off around four forty-five, five o'clock. Uh, that's when i get up uh, i hit the gym with uh with a trainer uh you know from there i get to the office meet with my assistant go over uh the day of what needs to needs to get done but also get updates on everything that's happening uh you know your day consists of lead generation your day consists of uh, listening to audiobooks or reading uh professional development every single day training uh meeting with clients but also you have that flexibility to uh to have that time to yourself to, uh, you know, call up a friend, catch up with people and say, hey, listen, we haven't had a coffee in a long time or uh, we haven't had the lunch in a while. So let's uh, let's meet up. The rest of the afternoon is uh, is basically follow up. We have agent training as well. That's in uh, allocated the uh, times. Uh, we have our door knocking, you know, falls into lead generation. We do a lot of that, uh, but also talking to different service providers and uh, and uh, people that we work with uh, to uh, take a look and see where the trends, what's happening, what's new out there, and how do we stay ahead of the curve?
1: Okay, and wow. How,
0: you know, you got your family time. You know, I've got three kids, uh, you know, 15, 14, and uh, two years old. So you got the kids and the wife and uh, everything else.
1: Oh, wow. It's a full day. It's a full day. Yeah. It I is. mean, speaking of professional development audiobooks, is there anything that you're reading now that you would recommend?
0: You know, I, I read a lot of the David uh, David Goggins uh, books, The Business of Being the Best is the one that I'm listening to uh, right now. Uh, I believe her name is uh, Molly Fletcher. Uh, so she used to work with, uh, you know, uh, athletes. But if I, if I take a look at all the books that I have, I, I got most of them that are, uh, I've got about... 20 books that i've uh i've read recently or you know the art of war Silva mind control method never split the difference mm-hmm. uh, you know talking to strangers 5 a.m club and then you go from there so those are the types of uh, audiobooks that i like listening to
1: i can't believe you get up at 4 or 5 a.m that's yeah. wild to me but i mean you have a full day i guess you have to get it in right <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah but i'm usually in bed like you know 9 30 10 o'clock i'm usually in bed
1: there you go there we go yeah. Now, I've always been curious about different elements of any job or entrepreneurship um, type role. So in your particular role as a real estate agent, what do you think is more or most challenging in your field? Is it more the the technical aspects of the process or do you think it's more of the human element?
0: I I think it's a combination of both. Uh, You know, it it depends on the client Uh, in terms of what I'm seeing right now. we have regulations that are constantly changing things that you know you have to stay on top of you're always on like you know borderline of uh, you know regulatory changes and and how that you know sort of affects you so uh those are some of the challenges that we have in terms of our you know the way that we do business i say i say this and this is one of the things that like so professionalism as a whole in our, in our industry is uh, is lacking and and you know how to deal with the other side or or the other uh, you know broker is is a, is becoming a bit more of a problem, right? Um, and we're hoping to change that through through some uh, regulatory changes that are happening right now that are coming down the pipeline. But also, I find that you know, even with the with the clients, you know, you meet you know a ton of great clients that have so many different needs and 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 wants and challenges that they want you to 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 find a solution for. But at the same time, you also meet people that you know have impossible expectations. And I th- and I think that's uh, that, that's one of the challenges that we have is that we try to we try to as best as we can navigate through those uh, those challenges and to try to come up with a with an outcome that uh, you know makes uh, everyone involved in the process feeling a sense of pride gratitude you know being uh, I guess fulfilled yeah. by what's happening but uh, you know there's others I think that you know regardless of what you do it's it's hard to achieve that right. I think
1: that's true in any industry no matter what right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You, you know, like I, one of one of the reasons why we've been very successful is that you know we, we truly are out there to to help, right? Mm-hmm. We, in terms of entrepreneurship, you know, we've got a number of different businesses from Japanese cheesecake to you know interlocking to 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 right. But the idea is that you know we're we're in it. I mean, money is great, and but money's not the main motivator for me. But for me, it's more of like you know providing that experience, and that's yeah. why. And when I meet those types of people that, you know, regardless of what I do and any advice that we give and support that we offer, you feel that it's always lacking, then it's more on them than, uh, than on me. But that that's, I think, one of the challenges that I find.
1: Wow. And on that note, actually, what are some ways that this industry or being in the position that you're in, how has that allowed you to give back to your community and maybe make a more positive difference in your in your community?
0: There, there's no doubt that, it, you know, any, any business owner, or any entrepreneur, if, if they're doing, if, if they're really... Uh, working uh, you know, on their business, you'll find that they'll, they're able to achieve great things and, and, and great successes by being very determined, by being very intentional in terms of whatever, whatever it is that they do. But real estate, in a sense, also provides you, um, you know, doing it properly, a mm-hmm. uh, great amount of wealth. And what you do with that wealth is what I consider as being successful or not. Success is not basically living in a in a mansion or driving a certain car or have a certain number of, uh, you know, digits in your in your bank account. For me, it's more what you do with it. And and how do you improve people's lives? And this is what I've always lived by. And this is what I always do. So that the money that I generate from real estate, you know, working hard doing what it is we do, it allows me to take a look in my community that I live and I serve and my family lives there as well. And to try to identify opportunities in terms of where I can give back. My thinking has always been whether I have You know, $10, I can live off of $10, but the other person might not even have a penny to live off or to buy food and stuff. So it's not fair, you know, in the way that I see it, that I have $10 and someone else doesn't have. So that's why a yeah. big part of what we do is uh, identifying opportunities to assist in homelessness, opportunities to uh, assist in uh, providing employment opportunities for people with uh, developmental challenges, you know, mental health, uh, you know, you go on from there, like, so, you know, the food banks and whatnot. So it, real estate has given me the, the opportunity and the flexibility and the wealth to be able to look at these organizations and say you know i want to be there i want to help you know i came from very very poor upbringings uh you know from from the middle east from lebanon and i can identify with a lot of stuff that people go through so yeah. the i have to be true to myself and never forget where i came from because you know life life uh, is a is a cycle right yeah. and you know today you're here tomorrow you'll be there but you want to be able to influence and you want to be able to motivate people to look at you and say, you know what, we want to also help and create that create that type of community uh, around the people that are, uh, you know, less uh, less fortunate and the people that are vulnerable as well.
1: Yeah, no, I love that. I mean, you have been very successful, but on that note, you're talking about determination being something that's important, being intentional, something that's important. What do you think are the biggest factors when it comes to being successful, however that's defined?
0: You have to be committed. Uh, you know, you have to be committed and consistent. Uh, yeah. I think one of the biggest things that uh, you know, I, you know, if you, you're, you're doing these uh, podcasts, uh, you know, very, very successfully. But I, I guarantee, if uh, if you're if you were to do these podcasts every, let's call it every Wednesday, every Thursday, whatever it is, at a certain time, and one week you miss it, you know, it'll create that habit that you might miss it another week and another week. That's why consistency is very important. Um, and and being, you know, be very honest right there's there's deals that we've worked on that you know were two years three years four years in the making right and people were happy with what it is that you know we offer them we were very true truthful with them even in markets when it wasn't the right time for them to purchase we asked them Mm -hmm. to go into rent they listened and then they came back into the market when the market you know took a bit a bit of a dip so you know we work with them so being truthful being intentional Being consistent, I would say, is the most important quality, uh, because if you're not consistent in your follow-ups, if you're not consistent in your workout and creating those habits, um, you will tend to fall into habits that are not going to lead to success.
1: Exactly, exactly. Either your habits lead you to success or your habits are going to lead you the other direction, one way or another, right? (laughs) Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. You're going to create that habit either way
1: one way or another. I mean, what's your take on, I have to know because I, I have an expert in front of me. So what is your take on the real estate market as it sits in the GTA right now?
0: Here's the easy answer, right? In terms of the market for, for, you know, was seen or for real estate, you create the market. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's homes that are being sold every single day in every single market. I'm sure, you know, parents will say that, you know, when interest rates were 20% and when interest rates were 18%, there's always a real estate market. Where there's always buyers out there that are looking to transact. You know, the Toronto Real Estate Board, uh, let's call it 2022, had over 110,000 uh, sales in uh, 2020, uh, 2021, 2022. There are about, you know, let's call it 70,000 sales they're talking about right now or 76,000 sales. But I mean, there's still 76,000 people that want to buy. Yeah. You create that. Now, in terms of what's happening with the market, the market, we've always had an issue with supply. That's our primary reason why we are where we are right now. There's a there's a huge issue with supply. I don't think the government can do anything right now in the short term to uh, to assist with that. I mean, I know that the provincial government has uh, plans to build 1.5 million uh, homes over 10 years. You know, I, I hope that they can meet that. It's Probably going to be extremely difficult, but uh, you know the intention is great. They, they are doing some great things in terms of bringing about you know policies and bills to drive that. But um, you know interest rates right now are you know over five and a half percent, right? In some cases, over six percent. And what's happening with people? People are still getting into the market. Uh, the real estate market in Canada is very resilient. It's on sale as well. If you take a look at most of the people that are coming here, they're coming here with U.S. dollar. U.S. dollar right now is at dollar thirty-six. So they're buying 36% cheaper than what we would have to pay for. So I think that the real estate market is resilient uh, here. Uh, it's also, you also have to be very careful and work with the right people. You know, there, there's strategies that you can incorporate to make sure that you're not you're not overpaying. And we're seeing that right now uh, in the market. You know, some people are getting back into uh, overpaying for, for a property. But over the long run, I feel that, you know, people that invest in real estate, invest in it over the long run will come out, I guess, much better than, you know, being in a rental.
1: So I actually went through your website. Um, I checked out some featured listings on your site and you've got all kinds of things. You've got listings ranging from the mid-100s, millions, rentals, for sale properties, things like that. So if a buyer were to come to you today and they said they want your help finding their next home, uh, take us through what that process would look like with that buyer.
0: Sure. So um, we we always start by, you know, an in-person meeting or a Zoom meeting just to try to identify from them what are are their needs and wants. That's uh, that's one of the biggest things that we want to try to understand because we want to also set expectations people will come to you saying you know here's uh, here's what we want we need a four bedroom we need it to be detached we need it to be in Toronto and we need it to be under a million you know from there we try to understand you know what their what their financial situation is like you know based on their needs and uh, and wants and try to make sure that they align try to understand you know about schooling kids sports you know tra- you know transportation uh, do they need to be near transit and then from there you know once we've established that we've established you know the the uh, the pockets that they want to be start booking showings taking them out uh, identifying you know, opportunities in different properties they find a property that they like we submit an offer offers are usually contingent on uh, financing yeah. them, them getting financing and inspection uh, we do that we arrange all that for them but what we try to do that's a bit different is that we try to offer a, a full service concierge uh, solution so they can come to us for anything that they want. And we have that. Uh, we uh, we recently added interior designing. So when you close your property, uh, you could uh, use one of our designers uh, for two hours for free. They'll come in, walk you through if you want to do renovations, if you want to do placement of furniture, etc. You know, mm-hmm. we tend to take care of that as well.
1: Is there a defined price point at which something it becomes luxury? Or is that is that more, I don't know, subjective?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on the market. It depends um, on the market area, right? You know, uh, you you go down, you go to, um, you know, I guess Trenton, and uh, over there, six hundred thousand, seven hundred thousand might seem, you know, a bit luxury. Yeah, you, you come to uh, Aurora, and uh, I would say it has to be over four million.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I hear you. Now, what advice would you give to anyone today, maybe your past self, student or otherwise, who's looking to get into either luxury real estate or real estate?
0: I mean, getting into it for for the right reasons. Uh, I would say. of people get into it for the money, Hmm. 90%. And that's why you have a 90% fail rate in real estate. Yeah. So if you take a look at the numbers, less than, I guess, 1% of realtors make over $250,000. So -hmm. we have, I think, 96,000 realtors. In Toronto, we've got 66,000 realtors. So think, do, do the numbers and it gives you an idea about how many people are actually failing. Um, so I would say, you know what, uh, do it for the right reasons. Uh, get trained. I would say get get the right mentor and coach. Join a team. Uh, interview the company. See what it is that they offer. Attend the training. Um, you know, be a lead generating machine. That's That's what you need to do. And be organized when you first get into it.
1: All right, and finally, tell us about this Be a Hero campaign.
0: New York Regional Police has uh, Be a Hero campaign, and uh, the Be a Hero campaign—it's a—it's a—it's uh, a campaign that they do uh, to uh, support uh, Southlake Hospital. So that's our wow. local hospital here, and it's meant to uh, support the Southlake Pediatric Oncology Clinic. And what it does is that it allows people to uh, allows the hospital to provide more of the care. Uh, locally right now. A lot of people that need cancer treatments, especially in the pediatric, have to go down to Toronto. Uh, so it's you know getting there, waiting there all day, getting the treatment, driving back, it puts a lot of pressure on the family. So York Regional Police uh, uh, came up with the be a hero campaign. We get together at Upper Canada Mall here in Newmarket. Uh, wow. We raise money, and then we basically shave our head. You know, you have over there. You know, the chief of police, the chief of fire, ambulance, etc. You know, they're shaving their head. They're shaving their mustaches sometimes that they've had for like 10, 15 years. <laughs> it's a pretty cool event, bringing awareness and and raising a lot of money for for much needed support for uh, for South Lake and their and their pediatric oncology department.
1: Very cool. Where can we find more information either about you about your campaigns? Uh, let us know.
0: Yeah, so wasimjara.com is uh, is our website and uh, we're on social media and Instagram, concierge by Wasim.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you so much for being here. It was a blast.
0: Thank you very much. I truly appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening to Smart Growth Rocket. If you feel like you're enjoying these podcasts and that you're benefiting, I would absolutely love your support. Feel free to share, like, comment, or continue listening wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Until next time, to your success.